The Selfish Path to Romance. Download Chapter 1 for free at drkenner.com. This is a call from a mom whose 13-year-old son is tormenting his sister and making family life miserable. I have a 13-year-old son, and he has a problem with instigating arguments. Um, always trying to find a way to instigate an argument. And my son is, uh, you know, he's, uh, he's a really good child in school, a really good. Uh, every teacher just loves him dearly, very well-mannered, very well. But at home I see the problem more often of him trying to, trying to start and antagonize his sister. Could be a child, child thing, you know, kid thing. Anyways, um, my question is, is how do I get him to stop from antagonizing arguments to instigating arguments? Okay. The first thing I would do is, if let's say your son's name is Joey. I would say to him, Joey, you know, Mrs. Smith, your teacher, tells me that you are so wonderfully good-mannered, and I know how capable you are of being polite and of speaking your mind openly and honestly. Something goes screwy at home, so can you help me out with some detective work? I noticed when your sister walked in the other day, you told her that she was an idiot. And then when she came home with a good report card, you said, anyone can do that. You have an easy teacher. Help me understand what's going on. I'm real puzzled, and I hear this going on a lot, and it must be uncomfortable for you, too. It sounds like you have something you need to express to either me or your sister, and it's coming out kind of sideways. Notice what I'm doing there. That What I'm doing there is I'm switching from the content. Instead of focusing on the content, what he's saying about, you know, you got anybody can get straight A's. How can you say that to your sister? She worked very hard. I'm saying that there's a pattern I notice, honey, that you tend to pick on your sister. Help me understand this. You're taking a collaborative stance with him, trying to identify a pattern that he's in. Kids don't anticipate this. They anticipate their mom to yell at them. So something's going on. It sounds definitely like you've got a sibling issue that you're dealing with. Many times parents play a very strong role in the sibling rivalry, and they don't realize it. They'll say, can't you be more like your sister? She doesn't do this. Coming up, I'll continue a little more with this. And later on in the show, we have how to tackle hard things. And of course, the alien abductions also. My my spin on that. I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner on the rational basis of happiness. And here's a little more from Dr. Kenner. Oh, it's kind of sensitive. Listen, Phil, as a psychiatrist, anything you tell me will be kept in the strictest confidence. You know, it's funny how the more you bottle things up inside, the bigger they seem to be. Well, I've never told anybody this before, but... Okay, here it goes. Six years ago, I was abducted by aliens. Okay, believe it or not, that is from Frasier. Now, listen to this story. Just picture this as I say it. An articulate, handsome chiropractor with a strikingly attractive wife and twin sons. Get that picture? He claims to have fathered Hybrid babies with an alien, a streamlined, sif-like, sif-like, I don't even know how to pronounce that creature, 
and I had to look that up in the Oxford English Dictionary. That means a slender, graceful woman or girl, a wood nymph. So, okay, this chiropractor fathered hybrid babies with an alien, and she happened to have been gorgeous, not your typical Some alien. Some guys get all the luck. <laughs> I want to enter his world, huh? Uh, that's my producer, Harris. Another man, Mark, says aliens abducted him. He clearly recalls. Notices clearly recalls wakening one night, totally paralyzed, and only his eyes could move. He heard buzzing sounds, and he felt like he was rising, that levitation feeling. He saw flashing lights and this electrifying tingling throughout his body. That's what he felt. And what did he see beside, beside his bed? Of course, aliens. Okay, now what happens? I typically switch channels on my radio when I hear this stuff. So why am I mentioning it? Dr. Ellen Kenner, why am I mentioning it with the rational basis of happiness? Have aliens abducted me? What's going on behind the scenes with alien abductions and similar experience? Stay tuned because coming up, I am going to shine the light of reason on alien abductions. Also coming up, a woman hates to hear the sound of her mom's voice. It's kind of like an alien trying to abduct her. Only her mom is real. Her mom is alive and kicking, and kicking too much. When mom calls, this is the type of thing she hears. Oh, I'm so glad I caught you, dearie. I know you just did the shopping for me yesterday, but I forgot to tell you that I ran out of cream cheese. I want some for lunch today. Could you stop at the market and pick some up for me? Now, the listener describes her own mom as a recluse. She's low life. So how does the listener respond? She screams, no to her mom and then she feels real guilty her in her words she feels like crap afterwards and the listener wants to know how she can stop getting so angry at her mom so how she can go out and get the cream cheese and have a big curly cute smile on her face we'll talk about that coming up and later in the show are you or someone you know really stuck in a boring job you do the same thing day in and day out and on the edge of your mind, you're saying, I've got to get out of here. I've got to make a change. But you get brain freeze. You don't know how to make a change. And it's painful to think about even changing. And so you just tell yourself, okay, someday I'll, I'll get a new job. Of course, someday will never come. How do you tackle hard thinking problems in any area of your life, not just in career or on any subject? The answer you need to learn how to use your mind correctly. How many of us were trained how to use our minds correctly? Answer, not many. Later in the show, I will be talking with a thinking expert and seminar presenter. She's fabulous, Jean Maroney. And she'll be talking about some thinking problems that arise when you feel stuck or conflicted in your life. For more Dr. Kenner podcast, go to drkenner.com and please listen to this ad. Here's an excerpt from The Selfish Path to Romance, the serious romance guidebook by clinical psychologist Dr. Ellen Kenner and co-author Dr. Edwin Locke, who's world famous for his theories in goal setting. What about the question, can there be love at first sight? 
Strong attraction, yes, but love at first sight would necessarily be superficial because not enough can be known about a person at a first look or meeting. First impressions can be very revealing body language, demeanor, the content of what is said, but these impressions are not necessarily conclusive, even if very positive. However, they might be conclusive if they are very negative, such as when a person endorses values you find offensive. You know you do not need to learn anything more. You can download Chapter 1 for free by going to drkenner.com, and you can buy The Selfish Path to Romance at amazon.com.